Greetings to you. Welcome. I am Apostle Max. Welcome to Kingdom Keys. In this series, in this season, we are teaching on the Spirit of the Lord. It's found in Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Well, with all of my heart, I believe that this message and the preparation that we are dealing with is for the season to come. We know that a great and effectual door is open to us. It is the year of the open door. God has opened up doors for us. It's already open. But I'm letting you know that you're going to need every force. You're going to need all kinds of favor, all kinds of help, all kinds of strength, all kinds of understanding. And you're going to need the Spirit of the Lord in this next season like never before. And God wants you to know that. God wants in on all that you are doing. You need to um, submit your life to Him more. God is calling for us to understand what these spirits represent and what they mean for us. We've spoken about the Spirit of the Lord that shall rest upon Him. That when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, it's to bring you rest. Very important. But the Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Look at the pairing. The Spirit of the Lord is one. Of the seven spirits, it is one. It is also the spirit of dominion. Then you pay off the spirit of wisdom and understanding, then counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. What we've been developing people in and developing this generation in is to know, let you know about uh, when God speaks to you, uh, He gives you knowledge, He then gives you understanding, and then He gives you. Um, Wisdom. For wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So, knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. Wisdom is application, the ability to apply, apply what you know. And that's the ultimate. Because what's the point of getting information if you don't know how to apply it or if you refuse to apply it? So, wisdom builds the house. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 2 lets you know that. Through understanding, it is established on a firm foundation. But through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all kinds of things that you need for your future, for your destiny, and for your purpose. And anytime I begin to speak to people about these three levels, I begin to speak to them about how God works. And when God speaks to you, He doesn't just give you a word. He must give you understanding and you will. The Spirit of God of, of, of understanding is there for you. But then the spirit of wisdom is to apply it, is to actually get the job done. Please somebody type this out. Your world is a reflection of your wisdom. Anything that's happening in your world. When I find a world that is a marriage that's not working, um, I go back to knowledge and we give understanding. And then we ask, are you doing what we told you to do in council? See that? Same for money, same for faith, same for health, same for children, same for raising up a business, same for running a ministry. It is all the same. You come down, get knowledge, and out of the knowledge, you now get understanding of how it works, and then you apply it. So anybody that is failing in life, 
is lacking in one of those three places. My people, Hosea 4.6, they perish because of a lack of knowledge, forgotten knowledge, or rejected knowledge. So that knowledge is, um, is the information that you need. And it becomes revelational knowledge once you've applied it because the revelational knowledge becomes personal to you because you not just only heard, but you understood. And once you understand, you then apply. And through its application, you now begin to walk in the victory. And please, I want you to see that at the top of your wisdom. Your world is a reflection of your wisdom. So, your problem is not your principal thing. A failed marriage, your mistakes, whatever it is, that's not the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. How the anointing works, how to move in life, the power behind this thing is, is what excites me and it should excite you. Take an example. This morning I was in the pool and um, in the last couple of days we had some rain come down and then uh, I've, been trying to, I've been battling with the pool because I like a clear, clear pool when I swim. You ask it at the, at the campus, my personal home. I take, take care of that pool myself because I love a clean pool. And I need the pool cleaner to operate the way it should because this is why we bought it. And most people, when you look at a dirty pool, the pool's not working and uh, the, the pool cleaner wasn't working properly. And I'm, I went and I replaced the inside of the, this pool cleaner and uh, spent some money on that. And thought that would what the, the mechanics inside wasn't working. So I replaced that. And then, of course, you know, you've been backwashing and you've been cleaning some things and uh, checking the pipes and then different things, but it wasn't functioning properly and the pool wasn't getting clear. And then the Spirit of God, I know all the parts. I know that there is a pump. The pump I replaced, it's good. Then there is something called the filter, which filters everything to make sure that that filter is strong and that. The, the sand in there is clear so that you can actually have a, a pump that's a, a pool that's clean. So the fact that there wasn't the proper, my, my pool wasn't clean and clear. I went through all the process. I know knowledge is the parts. Understanding is the assembly of the parts. And wisdom is the ability to make sure your pool is clean. So what did we do? I went all the way through. I went to the filter and the sand, opened it up found the dirt, cleaned all of that out. Sometimes we run straight to the pool cleaner or we get mad that the pool is not right. But if you can go through the understanding and then we found out exactly where the problem was and the filter needed some new sand and we've cleaned that out and put that back in and left the, the pump overnight and this morning I woke up to a, a clean, clear pool. It was almost as if I went to the place where the issue was. Let me tell you where the issue is for your life. I said all of that to say this to you. That filter, that sand, where all the filth was accumulated, wasn't cleansed. That's the mind of a believer. It is almost like I gave that pool some deliverance. I pulled all the dirt out on that thing, removed it, gave a backwash, cleaned, cleaned out all that, that sand, and the filter of your mind must be cleaned. Because that's where demonic forces sit. Your ignorance is, the, is, is where uh, the devil thrives. Your ignorance is his happy place. Your lack of understanding is, um, is where demons have a party. 
And I want you to see that. Because the moment you have knowledge of all the different parts and it's understanding about all the pieces come together, eventually your, your, me applying that gives me a great pool to swim in. Same for money, same for the marriage, same for your health, same for your faith. Some of you just need deliverance. A time to be delivered from that demonic forces that's been sitting in your mind because that, the strongholds, is his happy place. Every person walking in ignorance, that's his happy place. I'm dealing with the spirit of might today. I said all of that to speak about the spirit of might. Because the devil does not know nice. If you're going to want your life to work, you're going to have to go and look at every single part and stop kicking the tires because the car's not, the engine's not cool. Stop cursing the pool because it's dirty. Go and find out why. Find out why your life is not working. Don't walk into another year with a lack of understanding and how to bring all these pieces together. There's a great word for 2024. That it's not just the year of, of an open door, but it is the year of elevation. And God wants you to walk through these doors with a superior understanding of things. In education, in business. You're not looking back ever again. You're not going to walk in ignorance ever again. Let's see with the Spirit of Mind. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 40. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in your inner man. So the Spirit of Might is available for every single one of you and every one of us to deal with everything demonic in our environment. The spirit of might gets infused in your inner man so that your spirit can be strong and able to deal with everything demonic, satanic, unrighteous, and unholy. A sound mind. The battlefield is the mind. And when you get a sound mind and you flush out the things that are not of, the, of God and of the word of God, Satan's got no room. To rest his dominion, his, his, his demons in that place. And oppress you in any way. Because your mind is renewed. That's the crux of that pool. Is that filter. The crux of your life is not the money in your hand. It's not why you don't have any money. Or why there's sickness in your body. There's something concerning your mind that must flush out the things that the enemy is finding no place. Make no room for him. Every stronghold must come down. Because when you remove that and you flush that out, all of a sudden it begins to work. Strong flow, clean pool, clean life, purity. Guard your heart and guard your mind in the season. There is something about God's spirit and his spirit, the spirit of might that comes upon you that will not just give you understanding, but gives you knowledge but not only gives you counsel here's why counsel and might are connected because often when you get fresh information about what the problem is in your life why your pool is not why your life is not working it is so contrary to who you are because you've tolerated this thing because of lack of understanding are you with me and so when i when you get counsel by the spirit of god you're often going to need the spirit of might to execute on that counsel because it's so foreign. He is the paracletos. He is the paraclete. He comes alongside you. 
If you don't want to be delivered from that thing, no problem. You can keep your, your strongholds. In fact, the world doesn't care whether you get be, be delivered from your strongholds or not. When the Holy Spirit who comes alongside you, together with against what you are dealing with, He is your helper. He's your strengthener. He's your standby. And He will help you and enforce your breakthrough. Because sometimes you're sitting in a marriage that is so destructive and a home that is so messed up and you need to make change in that house for the new year. But because of your fear and maybe the intimidation and it's always been done this way and you're thinking, how am I ever going to come out of this thing? That's why you need the Spirit of God. And this is why we pray. Even being born again, losing friends, losing old uh, relationships, walking away from things, addictions and the like. You, you need the spirit of might to clean out that demonic thing. You need, you need power. The devil don't know nice. He's, he's not a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is, but the devil is a, is a bully. And he will go and he will enforce himself on you. Unless you stand up in your authority and work with the spirit of might to drive that stuff out. And walk in dominion all the days of your life. You're going to need the spirit of might for where you're going. Because there are things that will not bow. Because there's no kindness, there's no nice with the devil. He only understands, go into the peace. Move from this place. Please write this down. Somebody's got to remember this. Spirits don't die. You are a spirit and you will never die. Here's the second thing you need to know about the spirit. Spirits, everybody comes with the spirit in this earth. Let me tell you something else. If you understand the power of what Jesus did with those pigs, he comes into this, this area. This man has lost his mind. Nobody can contain him. He comes in there. He comes into a sound mind. You've not been given a spirit to fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. Jesus never even spoke to the demons. They just bowed because of his presence. Because those spirits never die. They said, you've come to torment us before our time. Let us go into the peace. And Jesus said, go. So there's sometimes they are in... In images, when people make images and paintings, I spoke about that before. The spirits that are, that are made up those things so that it travels, the spirit travels with these things. Charms and all different things that it comes with the spirit. So it's not just people that come with the spirit. You'll find that, <laughs> I remember a strange, strange thing. I went to uh, the zoo in Pretoria many, many, many years ago. But it's like I looked at this, this monkey and this monkey looked at me. It's almost like you could see this demonic thing on this thing. And as I, I mean, all the people then would sit there and watch me and I would walk and he would look at me like that and then run to the, to, to this, to this fence and spit. I'm like, you wicked thing. Of all the people walking past, you come to me. So I laughed and I walked past the other way, checked it out, did exactly the same thing. And you ask yourself, is that what spirits take over certain animals and different things. I just want to say this, that everybody comes with the Spirit. Let's stay there, okay? I'm just letting you know that uh, you must, you, you're born of God's Spirit. And when, you, when you're walking in the Spirit, you need to discern every spirit in the room, in your boardrooms, in your home. You need to know when your child needs medication or the child needs uh, you to lay hands on them and put anointing oil on them because they're dealing with a, a foul spirit. You, you, the spirits will go if you, if you command them to. They, they've got no right because you're using the name of Jesus. And the spirit of might, when it comes into a place, deals with every other demonic spirit. Poverty is a spirit. To have repetitive stuff come in, thoughts of suicide, what spirit is that? Jezebel. 
What spirit is that? Unsubmissiveness. What spirit is that in your home? That's why God gives you the spirit of might. That you not just have discernment and counsel by the Holy Spirit, but you will know how to address that spirit. And so that you walk with dominion because of the spirit of might. I Please hear me. This is my prayer for you. And you're going to make it your prayer. Ephesians 3 verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Number one is to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the word, the length, the depth, uh, the length, the depth and height. To know the love of Christ, Christ which passes knowledge. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And then it goes into, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundant. Above more than you could have asked or imagined. According to what? The power that's at work within you. That if God's going to do anything in your life, you need to know that the spirit of might needs to come upon you. That you need to function and execute on your assignment, in your new role that God has got for you, in those boardroom meetings, when you're coming into your new season, you're not going to come in there with weakness. You're coming in there with the strength of Almighty God. Glory be to God. I want to speak to somebody who's starting a new project. Have a look at this. Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 1. So Zechariah is assigned to, to, to start building the temple and this project is so huge. And restoring the temple. So here he says, The angel who talked with me came back and wakened me as a man who's wake, wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? So I said, I'm looking and there's a lampstand of solid gold and a bowl on top of it. And on the stand, seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. Glory be to God. Now remember in the Old Testament, in, in the tabernacle, there's the menorah. There's your seven lamps. He says, but this one, I'm seeing seven pipes coming into every one of these spirits. We know it in Isaiah chapter 11. But this is what Zechariah is seeing. Two olive trees are by it, one on the right of the bowl and the other on its left. So I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me saying, what are these, my Lord? Then the, Lord, the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, do you not know what these are? And I said, no, my Lord. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. He's saying, when you are going to go into what I have for you, when the spirit of the Lord must rest upon you, and you must accomplish what I've called you to do, the spirit of might must rest upon you. But where this is going to come, that anointing, you need all seven. The spirit of the Lord, spirit of counsel, might, knowledge, the fear of the Lord, um, wisdom and understanding, all those seven got pipes going to it and these olive trees are next to it. These pipes are moving, coming directly from the trees and filling this menorah. That tells you that whatever God's calling you to do and where you're going into, um, the oil, the olive tree represents the olive oil that is needed in the, in the, in the menorah. But he's saying that this thing is getting oil directly from the tree. Because God's taking out the process so that when you wake up in the morning, even though you're coming into your assignment in what God has called you to do, whatever it is to build, you have an anointing that comes straight from the Spirit of the Lord. He's trying to give you a picture and showing you what it looks like so that you would understand 
that you have a direct download, you will never run out of oil. Your head will always be wet. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. And I want you to see that today, that in the season, wherever you're going to, in your assignment, in the boardrooms, whatever you need, whenever you need it, you are going to have an anointing to feed every single one of these spirits so that you can experience the power of God wherever you go. So that you can say, not by power, not by my power, not by my might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not man's ability, not man's education. You have the grace of God when the spirit of might comes upon you that you can, God will do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask, think, or even imagine, according to the power that's at work within us, to bring forth the results of the kingdom of God. But God wants you to lean upon the anointing, not upon your own education. You have access to it. You have this power that you can drive out demonic forces, that you can have a pool that is working properly, that you can have a home of a haven of peace, quiet resting places, that you will know where to go and have your holiday. That you would know when to what job is yours. How to function in that business. May you sit with your family and pray these seven spirits before you move into a new year. And say, Father, give us understanding that how this anointing works. That I would not just have knowledge and don't know what to do with this lamp. Teach me how to light these lamps. Teach me how to light the spirit of understanding, the spirit of might wherever we go. Counsel me that when I can bring the necessary change in my life. That the spirit of counsel upon my life will bring the change that is needed. But I need the spirit of might so I can execute on the counsel. Because if God called you to go into a new church, it's going to take might to go in there. If God goes you in, teaches, teaches you to start something new. Let me give you my example and just attest me from my side. When I fought God around this church, I never wanted to start the church. I believed with all my heart that I was a businessman and I would fund the church. But when God called me to start a church, it freaked me out. And God's counsel was that. So what did I do? I waited. I mean, I thought, God, uh, could we negotiate this thing and do something different? The Lord says, no, you're starting the church. And finally, I said yes to God. But I said, here's the deal. I'm now going to go and find counsel. And I went for counsel to, uh, to the, the number one pastor that I, that, that I trusted at, at Bible College. I went to him, uh, Dr. Kone Beck, and I asked him, I said, I, I believe this is God. Can you please counsel me? Because the Holy Spirit, I said, you speak to him if you're speaking to me. Tell him what you're telling me. So I went. And he says, yes, definitely. This is what God has called you to do. And he says, now, do you want to go? I need you to go and speak to this next pastor. I said, do you want to do it? I said, no. Only if you say so. He says, I said, you must say so. Now, everything inside of me is refused to go. I got a new project. Everything inside of me says, I can't. How can I preach? How every week? How am I going to stay sane? How will I keep my salvation? How will I not mess up? This was all the conversations over and over. What did I need after receiving, receiving counsel? I needed the spirit of might to execute on my assignment. And God lit it up. All seven of them. He gave me knowledge. He gave me understanding. He gave me wisdom. When to start, what to do, which way to go. Where you are going to? Going to new territory. As an, as an apostle or as an ambassador. When God opens up the door for you, you know it's the year of the open door. God's opening up this door and he's going to elevate you. But you're going to need every single one of these spirits to guide you and to lead you and to bring you into what God has got for you. So that you make it a success.
I please want to pray for you. And want you to understand what I'm saying. Because for many people, the reason why they don't go forward is because they don't understand Moses. The, tell the people, lift up your rod. Let the people go forward. This is one year you're going to move forward because there is an anointing. And I'm letting you know there's no long processes through this thing. It's plugged straight into the anointing. And those pipes are flowing straight into that, into that lamp. And it's burning these lamps. And you are never going to be without the anointing. As you trust God and pray and seek the face of God, you're going to have everything that you need to live a life of success and victory in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm letting you know this is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who are you, O great mountain? Come on, somebody. From today, you can speak to those mountains. You can release the blessing of the Lord upon, the, uh, your, upon your life. You can speak to that mountain and say, you shall become a plain. Speak, say to this mountain, come on. I don't know if it's a mountain of debt. I don't know if it's, if it's anxiety, if it's fear, whatever it is. You have the spirit of might upon you. God gave it to him. He said, son, what you're going to do right now as a kingdom project, you're going to need the spirit of might. And now you can go and you can speak grace, grace to this mountain. Let's speak it. And, it, and uh, before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. Who are you, O great mountain? I don't know what you faced with. But I'm letting you know that that mountain shall become a plain. I'm letting you know that the word of God is here. The anointing is here. The, the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. But you are going to move forward in the season like never before. You're going to accelerate no matter the taunting, the threats, no matter the, the, the afflictions. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. A great and effectual door is open to you. And there are many adversaries. But I'm letting you know that you have an anointing. You have the ability to move through this place. You can come into what God has got for you. Because you are not going by your might. Nor by your power. But by the Spirit of God. More of the word. Uh, and he says. Uh, more Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain. And shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. I remember we sat with an insurmountable problem. Uh, I was going to lose the church, the house. We got served papers and the like. I had no money. My back was against the wall. I mean, there was no way out. And then this message came out. Straight on television that morning. Jensen Franklin preached the message. He said, speak grace, grace to that mountain. And little did I know that God was taking the processes out. And God had dealt with that devil. And God saved us, saved the church. And what looked like a mountain that was, was impossible. We spoke grace, grace to that mountain. I speak grace, grace to the mountain of whatever is standing before you. Come on, you need to shout back right now. Say grace, grace. Bring your family in. Speak, spend, uh, speak to a friend. Con you know, um, agree with the word of God and say grace, grace to that mountain of death. Grace, grace to that sickness. Grace, grace to that, that court case. Grace, grace to that marriage situation. Grace, grace to whatever's facing you right now in the name of Jesus. That great mountain, you shall become a plain. Why? It's not by power nor by might. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple and his hands shall also finish it. That's a word for somebody. Whatever you've started, you're going to finish it. You're not going to have unfinished projects. I prophesy that in, over you in the name of Jesus. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. 
for who has despised the day of small things? For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. They are the eyes of the Lord which scan to and fro throughout the whole earth. Then I answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees at the right and the lampstand on its left? And further answered, uh, and I further answered and said to him, What are these two olive branches that drip into the receptacles of the two gold pipes from which the gold oil drains? Then he answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? I said, No, my Lord. He said, These are two, the two anointed ones who stand beside the, the, the Lord of the whole earth. My time is up. But I'm letting you know the anointings that make the difference. God's taking the processing out. You're going to walk in victory. You're going to walk through these doors with great strength and the spirit of might. And you will not back down until you see the victory and become what God has called you to be. This is one season you're going to move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm Apostle Max. This is Kingdom Keys. I'm stirred up. I'm fired up. Walk into your new year with great grace and strength and ability and power. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might as you put on the full armor of God. And watch what God does for you and for your family. I speak a blessing upon you. This is Kingdom Keys. We're opening up doors that no man can shut in this new season. I'm letting you know. But you're coming in. Not by power. Nor by might. But by my spirit, says the Lord. God bless you. Until next time. See you then. Thank you.